Hey everyone, this episode is with Cinemunch. She's one of the founders of Chubby Corns and Chubbyverse. I sat down with her to kind of understand a little bit more about the design process, how she came up with the traits, what inspired her. I really enjoyed this conversation. So let's take a listen. Hello, everyone. Today, I am joined by the very one and only Cinemunch. She is one of the original founders of Chubby Corns and Chubbyverse. Sin, tell me more about yourself and tell me about your involvement in the uh, Chubby Corns. Yeah. Well, first of all, hello. So involvement in the Chubby Corns. So I, I think you heard the story from String Ready. So we started out as four friends getting together, literally string. <laughs> she called me one weekend was like, so she was just basically saying, oh, hey, like, what are you like? Are you interested in creating an NFT? And I basically was like, yeah, of course, because I know her like personally. And I was actually looking into what exactly is an NFT. So full transparency, Chubby Corns is my first NFT project. And Not a bad my... one as the first one, by the way. <laughs> I know. I mean, you've been with us like since the very beginning. So you so you were with us like, like how do I say this? Like every win that we had, the OGs were with us along the way. Right. So I remember joining the Discord when String invited me in and it was just a Discord, she said, for uh, geeks and tech people. And no idea it was about chubby corns, no idea this was coming out. And when it came out, I'm like, what the heck is this? Like, what's an NFT? It had to do Google a bunch of stuff before I minted it. Really? Where, we, we, at which point were you in our Discord? It was, uh, I don't know if it's, it was very early on. I remember coming in early on and String had just invited me and saying she's collecting just her friends and a bunch of techie, geeky people. So I mm -hmm, said, okay, mm -hmm. I'll come join. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, String has that kind of power. So basically, she just invited Froggy and I along, and we've been working on the project ever since. So my involvement is, so my background is in design. So what I do on a daily basis for the Chubbyverse right now, maintaining like graphics for social, and the, the website, currently working on merch, and... A lot of other little things that has to do with, I guess, more like the marketing assets where uh, Fargy will work more on the art side and the memes. So let's, uh, what about the Chubby Corns initially? Like who's, is it you or is it Froggy? Yeah. So initially it's, it's the both of us. So we started, so the funny story is, you know, String just calls me and was like, hey, are you interested in uh, launching a project? And I'm like, yeah, totally. And then we just kind of looked at what the like other collections are doing. And to be honest, like I had no idea what traits, like how to even create, how do I say this? Like the rarity of traits. Froggy and I just did what we liked. Um, and basically uh, Space Pixel was like, yeah, just make it really derpy. And I think you you heard the story with String. And for the listeners who don't know, if you can go back to the episode, we show String uh, like a couple of other animals. And then once they saw this unicorn, they're like, wow, this is it. This is, this guy is so derpy. Let's just choose this one. And we're like, oh, okay. Because we wanted to do something cool, kind of. But then they were like, no, let's, let's go with this cute, like this cuter and derpier route. And we're like, okay, sure. So basically we um, spent maybe about a week and a half 
And uh, Froggy and I just worked nonstop making like outfits that we like or glasses that we like. If you actually go into the OpenSea uh, traits, if you click Sunnies, they're not the same. They're different because in my mind, I'm like, well, if you go into a glasses shop and you are hunting for glasses, you don't want to see the same glasses, right? <laughs> I don't know. So, I mean, now that I've done Chubby vs. Friends, I'm like, oh, I totally get it now. But with chubby corns, it's really like they're unicorns in itself because they're not. I don't think there's any two that are the same or even close to being the same. And, and, and I most think people may not know yeah. this is a non-generative project, meaning you guys hand-drawn. These are all hand-drawn. Yes, yes. All hand-drawn, 250 of them. We, like I said, we spent like an hour, oh, not an hour, a week and a half drawing these. Because we thought we thought it was really fun, and we just made like traits that didn't really make sense, like you know, like the the more like bigger donut ones or the bigger stars. Like I don't know. I think it was just our sense of humor. Like you know how like when a passion project starts, and it wasn't really we didn't really think about like I guess like how this project can make us money. Like we were just having a lot of fun. And it, it, it kind of shows, I think, if you go through the 250 chubby corns, you can kind of see just the organic nature of it, like unlike like the bigger collections where it's generated generative art. I mean, this one looks like it's generated just with a couple of friends. I can feel it. You know, I can see kind of the, the fun that you guys had. And it kind of shows across. And maybe that's the little magic of, of the chubby corns. And, and I want to dig through a couple of the traits before we get mm. too far into your background. I'm curious. Let's okay. start with mine because I'm going to be selfishly. Let's pick on Chubby Corn 80. Looks like he's wearing a red hoodie and mm -hmm. uh, wearing a beanie hat. And I did ask you over chat, like, where'd you get that? Where, where could I get this beanie hat? Yeah. So red and pink is one of my favorite combinations. So actually I did, I was the one who created yours and I got inspired by the Supreme beanies. Obviously I didn't put any branding. I didn't want any branding to be associated with this. And it's just like one of those uh, stitched on labels. And I chose the pink version with your red hoodie. And I have to admit, I did go out and I had to go buy one in StockX. And so I am going to have a pink beanie in real life very soon yeah so i'm super excited about that but but just in case supreme is listening that was definitely not a, it was inspired by but not a, not a direct copy yeah exactly okay. so it's very it's just a com a color combination that i really love and it's just it's just if you look at it it's, it's a loose drawing of a beanie so, so what are your what are screen. what are some of your other favorite like i said earlier the sunnies are really funny if you look at the sunnies trait you can see that there are, I don't know, maybe even like over 10 designs of sunnies. Even if you look at like mine, for example, is 143 and then Sushi Sis has a 230 and we have the same bob cut hair, but even our sunnies are like very different. So I think the sunnies trait is going to be really fun for someone to go through. And that's one of my favorites. Sunnies, I'm not familiar with that. So that's sunglasses. I'm going through them right now, just flipping through yeah. a couple. I didn't realize how unique they are. Like you really went through and there, there's like very few that are matching. They're basically all unique. I know. I don't know if you heard this story, but in the early days, Sushi Sis was one of the first people who came into our Discord. And she was like, why are the, weir the traits so weird? <laughs> 
And I was like, so exactly what I had told you, like, I just didn't think that one person would come into a collection thinking, wanting one pair of sunglasses, right? Like you want a variety and you want to choose the sunglasses that you want to wear. I don't know. That's just my thinking. Now, now I understand it's not, it's not practical, but yeah, it's pretty funny. And, and so we, so with Chubby Quarantine, we hung out for a long time, eventually got a lot of traction, and then we launched the collection, uh, the Chubbyverse collection, 8,888, and that must have been a massive project. Like, what was your involvement in that? Yeah, so not long after we launched Chubby Corns, internally as a team, we had to regroup and decide what we were going to do with the collection because it was it was a huge win for us so we decided to kind of just go with the momentum that we have and we created the chubby verse first like we because we had to like kind of brainstorm like where do these chubby corns live and then want to build a story around well what are some other characters that they can be more involved with because we know that there are only ever going to be 250 chubby corns. So then we were just laughing and chatting about, well, who's their best friend? And then we thought, oh, maybe a dragon. And then there were some other animals that we just kind of had to like ditch the ideas of. So involvement with chubby verse friends, basically helping decide like which animals we'll go with. Uh, Frag and I went through a few iterations of what they should be and also designing the website designing content basically i guess everything that you see online that is my involvement besides for the memes right so let's go through the animals a little bit so there's uh chubby soars is that a dinosaur mm -hmm. or is it a or is it a dragon yeah so initially i mean we think it's a dragon but because of the name is kind of confusing, right? But we think we think that chubby sores are dragons in the in the chubby verse. And I, I love this. I mean, it's just it kind of creates this this little lore. Like you can't tell, you don't know what it is exactly, and it's kind of up to the audience to kind of use their imagination a little bit. How about I want to dive into the chubby walls, or is it chubby whales? Chubby walls, because they're narwhals. So, so narw the narwhal was actually our first animal that we came up with because we were like, well. Unicorns are magical. You know, narwhals are magical too, and they have horns. So we love that. And that was one of our, the, the first animals that we all agree with. And all meaning like string, space pixel, and froggy. And it's just just a magical thing to choose five. It's almost impossible to pick the, the right combination. I think you guys did a great job. And then the chubby coons have a, you have a meaning. I think you shared before, but just for most people that may not know, like what's up with the chubby coon? Yeah, so because they are raccoons, we we didn't want it to be derogatory or racist in any kind of way. Like that's not, you know, that's not who we are. So we decided to use um, another language. So we chose the Japanese language because it kind of sounds like the raccoon anyways. So, so yeah, so we chose the naming convention of the raccoons in that, in that way. Because it, it also means, what does it mean? I think it means like, it's like a on, honorific or something, like to, to show respect, like to a friend. And then there's the chubby cat and the chubby pigs, and which are pretty self-explanatory. I'm a big fan of the cat myself. Why, why not dog or why not monkey? 
or why not, you know, pick your animal? I'm curious, like, why, why not? Yeah, why isn't it a dog? Why isn't there a monkey? Yeah, we actually never thought about the monkey. I don't know why. We, sh- we should have, right? Because there are so many apes. I don't know. A dog, we, okay, so we, I don't think we have ever shared this with anyone. So I'm sharing with you for the first time. We actually have a variation of a pug. And then we also have a variation of a corgi. So the pug... So, okay, so one challenge that we had with the Chubbyverse friends was how do we make it feel like it's part of the same collection as Chubby Corns? So we didn't want it to feel too off-brand, and we still want the Chubby Corns to feel like they're magical in this world. So we thought, okay, so then the body has to be this, like similar, so we can only change the head, right? So then why, why not a dog? Because we actually tried a pug, but the pug's face couldn't match the shape of the chubby corn. If you, if, from an art, from an artist, like, like the technical standpoint, it's actually, the head is actually very hard to draw for like, for other animals. Right. Like you have to, yeah. So the pug's face looked really funny, did not work. And then we tried a corgi, but then the corgi it's hard to tell by the face. It kind of looked like a Shiba and there are so many Shibas in the space. So we just ditched it completely. And I think we went with the raccoon. Yeah. That, I think the raccoon was our last animal that we decided on. And, and you know, like I don't spend a lot of time just looking at them all day. Now I'm looking at all five together and you can kind of see how the faces are. You can overlay them. They've are very, that very similar like shapes and they're very well connected and then the narwhals with the horns i mean like if you put the entire collection together it is incredibly cohesive yeah that's what we tried to do but then there was a challenge that we did not expect to happen is that even though the bodies can be the same but the head shape sorry audio drop off but the head shape because there is a slight variation that we had to change every single outfit like the neck line to be different so i couldn't just copy and paste to each animal right so it's like kind of doing it five times <laughs> <laughs> and so for most people like it just make sure you understand what's going on here like like if all the heads were exactly the same then you could reuse different elements across the animals in this case you chose to make them each unique which meant each animal is basically its own collection is as if we launched or as, as of Chubbyverse launched five separate independent collections, they all just happen to be in the same collection. Yes, exactly. Oh my like gosh. We, yeah. You just like to make things hard on yourself, don't you? We made it extremely hard for ourselves. Like we, not only did we do five, right? So I also created unique traits for each animal. So not to go into so much detail, but like, for example, if you look at Chubby Pig's, they have their own unique sailor outfit. Like no no other animal in the collection have this sailor outfit. And of course, um, I got to do a shout out for uh, the bowl, which is unique to the cat. Is that right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Sometimes I forget too. And Pragi was was reminding me the other day, like, no, there are no other animals with it. Like bowl the cat, physical yeah. bowl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just exclusive to the cat so it's been a rare commodity and then, i want to get to know you a little bit yeah. more before we go too far into this collection i think lollipop asked this amazing question like what's your background how'd you get into nfts and more importantly are you surprised like would you have expected yourself to be in this place two years ago three years ago 
Yeah. So my background, I think I mentioned earlier, is was is in design. So I'm I'm professionally a designer. I wouldn't call myself an illustrator. Illustration is just what I love to do. Yeah. If you ask me, even like like maybe seven eight months ago, I would say no. I didn't even know what in it. Like I, I heard about NFTs, but I didn't really know about this space. Right. I did not expect this. So what I do is I run a small design studio and. I did not expect chubby corns to be so beloved by everyone. And I, I love them too. And yeah, I mean, each win that we had, we were, we were like, wow, this is incredible. And, but I also met like, I mean, I'm sure you feel this. It's like in the traditional space, if it's like one day in the traditional design space, it's like 10 times in the NFT space. So so we just have to kind of like roll with the momentum and just go with the flow. And so in the NFT space, I mean, this is a global project. You're in Australia, I'm in the US. And so there's always a time zone difference in crypto. It's 24 seven and there's no market shutdown. It doesn't stop. There's no holidays. Things are always going. And I think back in the chubby corn days, it just felt like, you know, the few weeks we had together, felt like years spent together. So you know, I definitely fell in love with my chubby corn. I know when string first said, you know, Hey, here's my collection, go buy one. I was like, wow, that's a lot of money for uh, just a picture of a unicorn. And so I, I bought one just out of support for her. And in hindsight, I never realized that she ended up supporting me so much more by, by getting me into a chubby corn. Yeah, yeah. I I actually thought that too initially. I never doubt her because I know because I know like Space Pixel is also like very smart, right? He's very smart. So and I'm like, okay, let me just, you know spend this amount of money because we had to buy our own chubby corns too, right? Like as a team. So I'm just like, wow, people spend this much money on like image, you know, I must be doing something wrong in my design <laughs> career. But I'm like, okay, let me just see what happens. And I mean, now I see, I see the value of it, but I think like you, I was also learning alongside you. I was also learning by just being in it and just knowing what others value. And I think what I like most about NFTs in the space is like we're starting to put value on art and in design and, and for roles that have historically been underpaid. There's a lot of recognition. So I think there's also a lot of anger, you know, people that are missing out and just feeling angry about not being a part of it. But I think this is a space where designers, people like you, me, we get a chance to participate. So I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now that I'm, I'm in it, like um, so much more than before, I realized that Web3 is, is amazing. It gives artists and, and other creators like a space to like really put a price tag to their artwork, I guess, or their creation in ways that Web2 couldn't have done. And if, I mean, of course there will be people who are scared or afraid of trying but I think if, <laughs> I think there's no harm in trying. That's why I, I just agree to string and was like, yeah, of course. Like, why not? This is, if this is like where the world is heading, like, why not just try it? Like we have nothing to lose. So if someone's interested in starting a collection, what guidance would you give people? What advice would you give to an artist? Yeah, it's really funny. I think ever since Chubby Corns, there are, a handful of people DMing me and asking me the same question. 
So one question I would like to, I always ask them is like, what is the purpose of, of creating this collection? Because there is a lot of mental energy that goes into it. And I also ask, cause usually they would try to create a PFP project. So I would also like to ask, like, is it necessary for it to be a PFP? Cause I think sometimes artists are really good at details and creating like a beautiful one of one. And I think that can also suffice. And that's, uh, let me break that down. So just make sure I understand that one because mm. chubby verse or, or, and chubby corns are PFPs, picture profile, something like I'm using chubby corn 80 as my, my, my persona, my identity. And you can also create just an artistic piece, right? It's so something that's like a painting or something that's unique and you're selling it as art. I think mm. what you're saying is just the, the general question you should always ask yourself, like, what is the goal? Why should this exist? And what is it trying to accomplish? And I think yeah. a lot of people are just jumping straight in saying, oh, there's so much money in, in crypto. I want to just make a collection for the sake of doing that. That's the wrong way of doing about it. And I think I like your question, which is kind of understanding what are you trying to accomplish? Like what, what market are you trying to reach? Mm, exactly. Like what market are you trying to reach and what and how does it serve you as as the artist? Like, yeah, I think because, you know, I mean, I haven't been in space for so long, but really like. At the end of the day, are you doing something that serves your energy and, and giving you fuel? Because otherwise, you'll deplete so fast and it'll feel more like a burden versus something that's fun. You know, and as a creator, I, I appreciate that quite a bit. Like, I think just, am I doing it for the money? And if I'm simply doing it just for the money, then you're going to burn out very quickly. But for me, like just with Chubby Corn 80, it's a passion. I just really enjoy doing this so much. Like I, I'm actually losing money, right? Like spending money to just give stuff away. I, I think, you know, it just, it's a, it's a passion project. And then I could see the passion in your voice as well. Like for you, like this is your passion about this. A yeah. couple of rocket fire questions, Sin. Mm. What's your favorite food coming from Lux? Sushi. Ooh, sushi. And there's quite a bit of sushi traits. Yeah. Do you have a favorite animal from the collection? Chubby cats. Ooh, you love the cats. I love the cats as well. Mm -hmm. How about a favorite trait? Favorite traits. I love the rainbow tears. And what what do you do in your free time when you're not working in Chubbyverse? Playing board games. Do you have any pets? Cat. Oh, you are a cat person. Mm -hmm. <laughs> awesome. Well, Sin, thank you so much for spending time with me today. I think uh, it was awesome to kind of walk through the collection a little bit, get to know who you are. Before we drop any alpha on the chubby shop, tell me a little bit more about what you're working on, the branding, the styling, what's going on in your head in the shop. Yeah, it's going to be, so I want the chubby shop to be super vibrant, um, very colorful. Like if a kid looks at it, they'll be like, wow, I want that. But the merch itself, I want it to, I guess, be more modern, more trendy. I like streetwear. I know not everybody likes streetwear, so I, I'm not going to go all out on that. But yeah, I hope it feels more like the streetwear side, but I'll let you tell me. But more cute, I guess. I've been looking at Hello Kitty for inspiration, but I know not everybody would want to wear that. So I'm really curious but I, I like I, I like uh, the edginess of where you're going you know like the streetwear or call it the supreme beanie right like the stuff that's yeah. just very iconic versus yeah. the stuff that you're seeing merch I mean for 
I created a shop which is using Printful and Shopify. This is just generic stuff. This is like the bottom bin stuff that you know everyone's printing stuff. And no offense, you know, to anyone, I I own a few pieces myself, but but I like that you're bringing your styling background. I'll call it styling and branding to really bring it into the shop because I think we can really stand out a little bit by creating stuff that's a little edgier than what you see in all the other NFT projects because at the end of the day, they're really using the same stock and, and products that are out there. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with Printful. I really love Printful. Mm -hmm. They actually source pretty good qualities too, like on their tees. Nothing wrong with that. I But I also think that with Printful, it's just, it's harder to customize things. So Lux and I are actually working on source other suppliers and just to see what we like. I think the first round would be more like just seeing what other people's reactions are and then we will refine for the next um, round. So we're planning on doing quarterly drops. Yeah, so really excited to share more when when I can. When it comes out, very exciting. So I'm super excited. I'll have to admit, you know, as a as a, as a man, like I'm walking around with <clears throat> my chubby corn or some of this, this stuff, every person that has seen it like everyone's just like what is that that is amazing i want that i haven't gotten any just like oh dude why are you wearing a like a unicorn or you know any of the stuff that you would expect and so we are on to something i think this stuff is just it's for adults it's for men women kids i think it's just everyone likes it i love it i do have a question for you though yes so when when you were at that convention and someone was screaming chubby corn 80 like, how did they know you? Was it because of your hoodie? Like, what was the attribute? Like, what were you, you know, how how would they know? I think one, they they knew that someone had given a tip that I would be there in person. So Chubby Corn 80 uh -huh. was going to be there. I was wearing a hoodie intentionally. It was supposed to be a dress up event. It was opening day for the museum. So it was actually supposed to, you're supposed to be in like black tie and be really fancy. And I said, no, I'm going to go in character. I'm going to wear my black hoodie. <laughs> I, I didn't have my beanie yet, so I wore the hoodie, and then I had just a little iron-on patch that I had of just my chubby corn, and it was, you got just that recognition. I think people have seen these Chubbyverse items so much, and then people see it, and they walk up, and they're like, Chubbyverse! Even the front person, you know, I walked in, I had it, and I was like, hey, can I hand some stickers? I dropped some stickers on a desk, and the person that checked me in was like, Chubbyverse, I love you guys, I got one too. And so, there's recognition out there. That's awesome. And I just want to say, I love what you're doing with spreading the brand. Like you said, just giving things away for free. I was actually thinking like, how is he doing this? You know, like, cause you even sent it to like Japan or I forgot what other Everywhere. I've, I've basically, I've hit every continent in the world except Africa. I just sent one today to Antarctica. So they're wow. going to Antarctica and my goal is to hit everything. I, I don't really have a plan be, be beyond this, but all I know is, you know, for the postage that I'm sending out, you know, it's it's a few dollars for the postage and it's going through mm. mail. It takes forever to get across the world, but it gets there eventually. And the people that receive it, they're just super happy. I think everyone's just really excited to get something and it comes out in their mail and they're posting on Twitter. A lot of it is really, I'm doing it for myself because I, I get a lot of personal satisfaction just seeing other people happy. And I think that's kind of, part of this Chubbyverse brand, right? Like that the vibes that we bring, um, just bringing good vibes to people's lives. That's awesome. I get I get the feeling that your love language is gifts. Is that correct? I, I love giving stuff. <laughs> I love that. Well, Sin, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate you coming along and uh, we'll stay in touch, all right? Yep, of course.